0: Hey there, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Church People. This podcast that you're about to hear was recorded while we were in Sarajevo, Bosnia, visiting Daniel and Katie, our global partners there. This podcast was recorded at the end of a day where we are running around and doing all kinds of things, praying and encouraging uh, Daniel and Katie and seeing all of their things, and we... uh, got the kids down to bed, and we started recording, and lo and behold, the batteries died on the recorder. I had my backup going on my phone and on my computer, but our highest quality uh, recorder died on us, and we could only scrounge up one AA battery in the whole apartment. So uh, the recording you're about to hear is a little lower quality than I hope you get used to from this podcast, but it is still an amazing story. So what I love about this intro is Uh, The Muslim call to prayer was going on right when we started. And so I I hope that you use this as a prompt to pause and pray for uh, the Muslim people in Bosnia and around the world, uh, that they would um, know and follow Jesus. If you know Daniel and Katie, uh, it could be good for you to reach out and send uh, a thank you or some love or encouragement their way. Uh, for sharing their story, and uh, Katie will be this week, and Daniel will be next week. Uh, if you don't have their contact, you can email me at my church email, and I can forward along any love that you want to send their way. Love you church. Roland. 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 Maybe that's. Roland. Roland. let's do this thing. Hey, what's up, church people? One of my favorite things about being a pastor is getting to have amazing conversations with people that are just awesome. Something that I've seen to be true over the years is that church is just better with people that you know, love, and trust. So this podcast is taking a hack at turning up the relational temperature around here chance for you to live through me as i get coffee with church people my name is colby allen i get to be on the pastoral staff here at college heights we are going to have a rotating cast of co-hosts and today i'm joined by my friend who is fully asleep on the couch daniel <laughs> we are in sarajevo bosnia this week and i'm hanging out with daniel and katie who are global partners of ours that have been sent over here to uh, follow Jesus in Bosnia. Um, so let's get into this thing. Hi, let's Katie. Let's do it.
1: Hey, Colby. How are you? Good.
0: Uh, it's been a very long day.
1: It has been a long day.
0: And uh, Daniel was supposed to be joining us, supposed to be being my uh, co-host right now. And he out. is fully and completely passed out. Um, so, uh, Katie, this is kind of fun because, you know, I've been friends with Daniel for a long time and by proxy, therefore friends with you, but I don't know that I've ever honestly like heard your story for real and, um, officially, you know what I mean? I I, I know bits and pieces of it and I've met your parents a number of times and things like that and your brother, but I've never gotten to hear the whole thing. Let's do it. It's kind of awesome. (laughs) I'm in. And I'm excited for people at our at our church to get to know you. And uh, and Daniel, we're going to do another episode where uh, we're going to record that tomorrow yes. during the <laughs> <laughs> during the daytime. Uh, so we're recording right now after babies are in bed. So um, so let's go all the way back to the, the beginning. Just kind of give us the uh, the big uh, the big stones of where you grew up what grown up was like, things sure. like
1: that. yeah, so I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri area, born and raised, and lived there my whole life until it was time to go to college, yeah. so St. Louis girl at heart. Um, yeah, and so for me growing up, I um, grew up in a family, we followed the Episcopal faith tradition, mm-hmm. so I did grow up going to church. Um, I would say I always believed in God, um, always would call myself a Christian, Honestly, really had no idea what that meant. Mm. Um, just knew that church is a thing we did on Christmas and Easter and a few right. other times. Cool. Um, yeah. Priesters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And so then um, whenever I was in like middle school, went into high school, that is when the economy got really bad in that 2008 Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And my family went through a really hard time. My dad was, um, ended up um, selling his family business and just, there's a lot of upheaval and and chaos in our lives. Mm -hmm. And so during that time, my mom actually, she was the one who was searching for answers. Yeah. And she tried to look for answers in the church, um, and just didn't really feel satisfied, but she still felt drawn to God. So she just kind of went on this journey, Mm. um, her, her faith journey, um, and, um, ended up, um, coming into a new relationship with God where she started reading the Bible and started, Mm. um, really just getting to know God for herself. Um, the rest of us kind of watched that and Mm. at first... I thought she was totally crazy. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, that It just didn't make sense yeah. to me. Um, but I remember one Sunday morning, she was like, "Just why don't you just try coming to church with me and just seeing what hmm. it's like. I was like, okay, sure, whatever, if it will get you off my back. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. high school Katie at that time was yeah. like, okay, we'll just try it out. Um, and I remember that Sunday that I went with her. I really feel like I encountered God for the very first wow. time in my life. Um, and, you know, I can't pinpoint what it yep. was in particular. Right. Um, but I just know I felt the spirit of God for the first mm. time. And so I was just very intrigued. So I, as a 15, 16-year-old, um, picked up a Bible and read yeah. it for the first time. Yeah. Um, do you remember
0: Do you remember what you read?
1: I read the whole thing. I yeah. read it cover to cover in, like, three months. Because oh I just goodness. couldn't get enough of it. And I was so interested because yeah. growing up, yeah. I had kind of, like, heard some Bible stories. Uh-huh. Like... Um, I heard about like, you know, Joseph and his magical coat of many colors and (laughs) Jonah inside the belly of a whale, you know, all these things. And I'm kind of like, as I was reading the scripture really for the first time, it was kind of the pieces were coming together, um, of just like getting to, to really for the first time be like, Oh wait, this is actually God's story. Um, yeah. And so I read through the whole thing and got to the new Testament and learned about um yeah Jesus and baptism and it's like okay I'm gonna do it like I want to make a decision for myself I was baptized as an infant but um I want to you know make my own decision as someone who's able to think and make choices so I did and um, when I was 16 years old I would say that's really when I like came to know Jesus yeah um and have been walking with him ever since. Um, so that um, was obviously a really pivotal, big yeah. shift of time for me. Um, was basically that identity I'd had my whole life yeah. um, changing. You know, as a high schooler, yeah. um, and really just coming into. I think maybe not changing, but coming into fullness. I think yeah. coming into that kind of decision of like, I'm going to take a stand and make this my own thing, instead of just kind of more of a cultural thing that my yeah. family did and. Um, yeah, it was really sweet. The um, My dad and my mom and my brother and I, we all kind of went on our own separate but yet similar faith journeys yeah, yeah. And, and all got to know Jesus in our own ways and in right. different ways during that same time. So mm. yeah, so that was a lot of, a big part of my growing up and kind of the rest of high school was characterized a lot of um, just trying to figure out how to live out that new faith yeah. um, in the context of of the life that I had so far.
0: Yeah. What was the <laughs> so. church that you were connected to?
1: Gateway Christian Church That's right. in St. Louis. That's right. Woo, woo, go Gateway. And who
0: were some of so like sounds like your mom was yes, clearly definitely. the most like the the initial
2: mm-hmm, most pivotal
0: sure. yep. person for you. What was what were some of the other relationships that that really like anchored you in those early years?
1: Yes, yeah. So um really I got involved in the youth group there like very early on Mm -hmm. um and so kind of when you ask that question the first two people who popped into my mind there's Josh Huff who was our youth minister Mm -hmm. at the time and he and his wife were just so great Mm -hmm. and um just really poured into like us a lot really just gave their whole hearts to the youth ministry and that was super impactful and he was someone who like always believed in me and also like pushed me um and yeah so super thankful Mm. for josh and jesse and then also um sarah craighead she um was working with the youth group as one of like the um small group leaders and she just over the years she's actually we're like very dear friends still and still talk and Mm. um shout out sarah um but we um yeah just like grown from Mm. like this um relationship of basically sunday school teacher to mentor mentee and now we're just like really good friends and um, how just, much
0: older is she? Um
1: she's like ten years older than yeah. me. So just having just that yeah. that like consistency mm-hmm. um of her just like being there, showing yeah. up, yeah. pouring in, and just being willing to hang out with an awkward teenager and mm-hmm. go and get coffee and yeah. just talk about whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Super what did great. she
0: what did she do for a living? At the time?
1: Um, at the time. So she transitioned from being a student to um, like finishing up college and then just working different retail jobs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. so she...
0: Yeah. I, I love that. And yeah. I, I asked the question because that's what I figured was the case. Yeah. You know, it's like, I love that she's just a, a normal lady. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's awesome. Okay, so uh, Gateway. Um, I know you, I went to Ozark with you. Yes. Um, and so what... Uh, what led you there? What, what what happened that made you want to go to Ozark?
1: Yes. That is a whole nother journey in and of, of itself. <laughs> but yeah. it's a great question. Yeah. So for me, it actually all started at a CIY conference. Mm-hmm. So send your kids to CIY and <laughs> continue supporting right? the CIY ministry. Absolutely. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, so I went to CIY conference um, with the youth group. And, you know, a big thing about CIY is challenging kids, showing mm-hmm. them just, like, that kingdom vision. Yeah. And so I remember um, one of those – at one of those conferences, I just really felt the Lord stirring in my heart and saying, mm-hmm. like, hey, like, you can do whatever with your life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or you could live in intentionally, yeah. like, for me yeah. and kind of pursue a more, um, like, intentional biblically, biblically-centered education, mm-hmm. biblically-centered faith. And I was just – Really challenged by that in a really positive way and just really felt like, okay, I think that I am sensing the Lord telling me that like I should pursue going to a Bible college and just really studying intentionally God's word. Um and He ended up kind of taking me on another journey into nursing um through that. But um yeah, that's kind Mm -hmm. of like what the catalyst for me is at that conference and just realizing like yeah, I want to be like very intentional about, mm-hmm. um, giving my future to God. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he used that. I mean, like I, right. you know, took me on a journey from there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you graduate high school, yep. get to Ozark. What's next, you know? Um, cause you know, don't want to spoil the story, but you end up going to, you get, three different degrees right I from do. three yeah. different institutions <laughs> so you
1: yeah. know what's kind of
0: next you get to Ozark freshman year of college
1: yes I did and I absolutely love Ozark um and was just really thankful for <clears throat> the few years I got to spend there just really diving deep into God's word growing in my faith and and even just like taking a deeper step in my faith of I mean I had made it my own in high school but I think really just like coming into it yeah. um during those college years and I think too a big step for me was stepping out in obedience of like hey I don't really know what's going to like go down if I go to this bible school yeah. but I feel like this is what God wants me to do so I'm going to do it yeah. and so very quickly right off the bat the Lord put this idea of being a nurse into my brain Yeah. and y'all got to understand like I don't like science <laughs> <laughs> and <clears throat> like I was, like, very scared yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, of the idea of, like, being hands-on with patients, mm-hmm. especially, like, yeah. It, it it just, the whole concept, I was like, I just really don't know about this. Like, um, the blood
0: stuff or the responsibility of someone's, like...
1: Someone's livelihood. Yeah, yeah. That, and I think, um, just, like the fragility of human life. It was just very scary.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but again, I was just like, okay, God, like I'm, I'm here and I'm listening. So I went through a little, my own little season of testing the Lord um, where I was like, okay, God, if you really want me to be a nurse, I'm going to take this chemistry class at Southern and I'm going to prove to you that this is a mistake because it's going to be horrible because <laughs> like, I like, you know, barely oh, made it out of goodness. chemistry in high school. And so I'm like, you know, you think that I'm going to pass a college chemistry class? This is a joke. I'm going to
0: prove to you. I am, <laughs> oh.
1: right? And so I'm like, okay, Lord, like, this is me being obedient, but also sassy in my obedience. Right, right. Um, and, of course, that class went amazing. <laughs> and I loved it and learned so much. And yeah. it was like, okay, dang it. Like, Lord, let's keep going with it. So then I was like, well, I need to get my CNA Certified Nurse Assistant license. Yeah. So... I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And once again, I'm going to prove to you, Lord, that like I am not cut out for this. So I, while I was at Ozark, I did a nighttime CNA program Uh and I loved it (laughs) once again and really was like, oh, actually like this is something that I'm kind of passionate about and I kind of like, and hey, I'm actually kind of good at it. And once I finished my CNA license, I was just kind of like done. I'm like, okay, Lord, fine. Like, yeah. let's do this um, so I ended up at Ozark I got an associates in intercultural studies um, and then I went to Crowder and Neosho mm-hmm. to yeah. get my associates degree in nursing yeah. and then I finished up my nursing for at least for now um, with a bachelors at mm-hmm. Southern so mm-hmm. I'm pretty proud of the fact that I've been to all three yeah. of the major schools in Joplin like it's pretty <laughs> yeah. exciting to me yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah so that needs to
0: have a name you know what I, I mean I know like, like, the, the, like the trifecta
1: Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one Rare few,
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, rare, rare items. So it's just <laughs> very exciting. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how that went down. So yeah. I was really um honored to get to practice nursing yeah. in Joplin for several years before we moved over yeah. here.
0: Okay, I remind me, where did? What was the initial catalyst for nursing? You know, where did that kind of enter your brain? Like,
1: I want to um, do nursing. So I always joke it's because I was watching too much Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, and um. That's, like, at first I was, like, God, like, I think I'm making this up yeah, because I'm, absolutely. like, I'm just watching, like, medical TV shows. Yeah. But um, there's just something about the idea of a very physical, hands-on way mm. to help people that just yep. kind of captured me.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and just as I kind of took these little sassy steps of faith, <laughs> um just kind of realizing, like, actually, this is really good and yeah. I really like this. Yeah. um But, yeah, mm. so I just um yeah it was like my freshman year that first semester like the lord very quickly was like okay good i've got you in this first place now let's keep going like yeah, there's more to this plan that's good. That's <laughs> yep. good. Yeah.
0: sassy steps of faith is that, that, like, is that a theme for I you i
1: think yeah. it might be and i think i need to coin that i love it <laughs>
0: sassy steps of faith <laughs> i love it okay so uh where did Daniel come in the picture?
1: Oh, Daniel. Um, yes. So we met. So okay, this is actually a really funny story. We met before I was a student at mm-hmm, Ozark. Mm-hmm. Daniel um was for a time kind of like a world renowned tour guide at yeah, Ozark. Right? Absolutely. Like literally everyone knew him. So I was one of the many students that went on a tour yeah. from Daniel. And I I think it was it was my senior year of high school. I had pretty much already decided on going to Ozark, but took another tour um and this time i think like my like my dad and brother came along maybe so we're doing the tour and when it's all over (laughs) my mom looks at me and she goes katie you're gonna marry that tour guide and i'm like that's so silly like he's so much older than me you don't even know this guy what are you talking about (laughs) she's like like, he's so much (laughs) older than me um but you know she was right um but anyway so that my first fall at ozark I got to know Daniel really well. We just kind of were running a lot of the same circles, Mm -hmm. um, hanging out with a lot of international students. Um, And yeah, we um, just were really good friends my first year of school. Like both of us, we just really enjoyed hanging out together. Like I said, same group of friends. We were just together all the time. Um, And then it was that summer, he left to go on an internship actually here in Bosnia. And... um, we just kind of kept in touch that summer That's and right. That's right. we were texting back and forth and the conversation never stopped. And for both of us for that seven months, we were just really talking and getting to know each other a little yeah. bit more intentionally. And we never said it to each other, but both of us were definitely developing <laughs> feelings for yeah. one another. And so when he got back from his internship um, and came back to Joplin, we like kind of sat down and had that DTR conversation yeah. Yeah. and and we kind of were like, okay, which like, means which, <laughs> defining, the relationship. defining the relationship. Yes. And Dan was like, hey, you know, sometimes when people talk for seven months, <laughs> they <laughs> might develop feelings for each other. And I have feelings for you. And I was kind of like, well, how convenient. I have feelings for you, <laughs> too. Um, yeah. And so then we started uh, dating after that. And kind of the rest is history with that. <laughs> So,
0: I don't know if this is a manufactured memory for me or not, but I'm pretty certain I have a memory of being in the dorms before you come to Ozark, Uh and him showing me your Facebook.
1: It's very possible.
0: And, like him talking about a girl that he took on a tour that that's that, so that he funny. liked so <laughs> so i think his feelings were way before way before yours. i love it that's awesome yes okay so you you do the trifecta yes um you What, you guys got married in 2015? We did, yeah,
1: summer 2015. When
0: did you graduate from? When did you get all done with all the school stuff? Oh,
1: gosh. That took a lot longer. So, yeah, we got married um, literally between my summer and fall semester um, of nursing school. Um, So I completely finished school with my bachelor's in December of 2018. Mm -hmm. But I finished my RN in December of 2016. Right. So I was working as a nurse while finishing up my bachelor's okay. yeah. after that. yeah.
0: Um, and so, let's see. You guys, like you mentioned, were did stuff with international students. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, like, you know, I know we keep going hit and reverse and kind of, ch- you know, uh, following a thread through your story, but let, let's go back. Where did international Stuff come in for you.
1: Yeah, so I
0: was You live on the other side of the I world know, now. I live on the other
1: side of the world. It's that's that's wild. So yeah, um, yeah. So for me, um, that actually all started, um, also in high school. Yeah. Um, probably I think it was like the summer after, I got to know Jesus for the first time, um felt like the Lord was leading me to go on a short-term mission trip. Yeah. And so I um, went to Moldova, yeah. which a lot of people know where it is now, unfortunately, because of what's going on in Ukraine, mm-hmm. but before it was, you know, this country that yeah. no one had ever heard of, um, but our church youth group was raising funds for this organization that would go into orphanages, um, provide, um, safe, clean, comfortable bedding for them. Mm. Um, and then try to talk to them about who Jesus is and how Jesus provides for our needs. Wow. Um, and on that trip, I had this moment coming back on the airplane where I like audibly felt like I heard the Lord saying to me, um, welcome home. And I was like real confused. Cause I'm like, am I going to live on an airplane? Like, is that what's going <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah. Like, um, are you saying like, I'm going to live in Moldova? Cause that would be really easy and convenient. Um, but then like he clarified, like, no, I'm giving you my heart for the world. Like this world mm-hmm. is your home because I love it. Yeah. Um, and so it's just this idea of yeah. like the Lord loves, all people in all nations and he gifted me with a little bit of that to just kind of inspire to maybe like Mm. love my people and so since then I was like I always envisioned myself not living in the states and just wanting to live among some of the beautiful people Mm. that God created that were different from me um so that was a big um push toward to towards hanging out with international students and wanting to be around people of other cultures um and show them love and for some people love for a first time that they've never heard the name of jesus and or had the opportunity to hear the gospel before and that's something i really strongly believe is you know everyone at least deserves an opportunity to hear about christ and they can make their choice but um just the idea that there are people and places in our world that the name of jesus has never been spoken or the good news of the gospel has never been presented so that yeah. people can make a choice. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's very, sh- it was very shocking to me. Yeah. Um, and so I just very felt, very much felt convicted, like, to pursue going somewhere where the gospel is not well known. Yeah. Um, so that people could have the opportunity to make that choice. That I yeah. have the opportunity to make that choice of when I was in high school and right. just present people with that same, that same opportunity. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of a North Star <laughs> for you Mm -hmm. and i think when we're young you know it's kind of like okay i'm i'm here uh but there's a north star way up ahead of me what happens in between Mm
2: -hmm. you know and
0: so what'd you do in the in between that kind of not (laughs) like you've arrived now but definitely not it's a journey you you've moved down the the that path for sure and so what'd you do in the in between that got you towards your north star
1: Yeah, that's a great question because it definitely took a whole lot longer than I think I ever would have dreamed or expected. And, yeah, I think that's a great question to ask, too, because it's, yeah, you know, 16, 17-year-old Katie who's like, yeah, like, I'm going to love on people from other cultures. You know, I'm kind of – it's really easy to get so – I mean, I was so pumped, and I still am pumped, but, like – to get so excited and be like, okay, I'm just gonna go do this. And yeah. you know, I'm sure that there's some people in their life and in their journey, like that's what that looks like. They just yeah. up and go. Yeah. Um, but for me it took a really long time. <laughs>
2: yeah. And
1: so part of that is I did feel convicted, like I wanted to go mm. to college and learn more about God and and God definitely had this journey in store for me about going to nursing school. Um and just really giving me the gift of that passion. Yeah. Um so there was definitely schooling was a priority for me, in that, and that in and of itself took a really long time. Um I would say too, just different training and just growing in my own personal faith, getting to know, um, the Lord even more, um, personally and just grow in that strength of conviction because it, not if hard times come, but when yeah. hard times come, yeah. having a really solid foundation of just like knowing who Jesus is and, and how, how, how I live out my faith personally and how I connect to him, like having that strong foundation is mm-hmm. just really, really key. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I also think, too, it's just important to have that experience of life lived. I feel like I connect better to people in my life and ministry now mm. because I have worked a job. Yeah, I know what it's right. like to do a 9-to-5 yeah. or a 12-hour shift. Yep. I know what it's like to pay bills and be stressed about, you know, yep. a leak in your roof yep. and just some of those life things yep. that if, you know, straight out of college I ran over here mm. um, wouldn't have necessarily had that same yeah um, life experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I think too, I mean, for Daniel and I, it's like we, you know, got married. We wanted to grow in our marriage, get to know each other better and deeper. And, and we've gone through some hard things Mm -hmm. and obviously I'm not happy about those hard things that we've had to go through, like losing family, um, members, but having had those experiences, like we Mm -hmm. are stronger for them and our faith is stronger. Um, and our relationship is stronger because of those things. um, yeah and so yeah i would say just getting gaining some of that life experience um and two just trusting the lord's timing because our our timing for moving over here really has been perfect i mean yeah. there was a global pandemic that has yeah. happened you know and so it's i'm just very thankful that
2: mm-hmm.
1: our journey has has looked like and has taken yeah. what it has and yeah um yeah because you were 28 when you moved here Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean it was like twelve years after yeah. like the Lord first really started to kind of put this sprinkle of an idea on yeah. Um, yeah, so twelve years. I mean that's a long Which time.
2: Can
0: feel like a long time for you know, when if you tell a kid that's sixteen hey, yeah. it's gonna be twelve years until you you get to fully live out yes. your dream. Yeah. Uh that's it that feels like forever. Yeah. But twenty eight is like It's you're still just super getting young started. I you're know, just getting started, right? You know, and so it's like oh my goodness, Lord willing, you've got 65 more years. I know. of oh <laughs> yeah, there's still 70 so years much more. And of, I think... Yeah,
1: yeah, I think that's something that I've definitely grown in and learned. And even just, you know, in motherhood, too, is just that life is in seasons. Yeah. And um, sometimes the seasons are long, sometimes they're short, but they're always good. Mm. And so I think just um, allowing the Lord to work through each of those seasons and just being really okay with that. Yeah. I don't think 16-year-old Katie would have been too excited to hear how long this journey yeah, would have taken yeah. but looking back now i can right. really see the lord's goodness through all those ups and downs yeah
0: because which one of those which one of those seasons through your 20s would you trade you would you yeah. give away it's like Not all of them were valuable. yeah you know Absolutely. all of them were meaningful um what was what uh you guys lived in the royal heights uh neighborhood we did what was that ha- yes. what utica
1: is we lived right? on Trenton. Trenton, that's yes. right,
0: that's right. Yes. Trenton, it's like, that was a good season.
1: I, yeah, it was a good season. Yeah. We still look back on that so fondly. I think both of us are like, we're really glad we don't have to deal with the stresses of homeownership right <laughs> yeah, now. Right, um, right. <laughs> like, for sure, thankful about that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we definitely, that was a really special, really sweet season of mm. just getting to like, just feel really... um deep in our Joplin community and just allowing that to basically we we call it our adult home you know both Daniel and I like we're not from Joplin originally we're transplants there but you know we were there for college and then we stayed for you know a long time (laughs) like for me it was um just about 10 years um and so yeah we call it our adult home we love Joplin yeah yeah um why Bosnia that's a great question (laughs) um yeah so i think um for both daniel and i again just kind of that that conviction of wanting to allow um all people the opportunity to hear about jesus and make an informed decision um Mm. about him and you know he has made a huge difference in our lives personally and um Just wanting to be able to get to share that with people. Um, And so the idea that there are people in the world who maybe don't know that is really significant. Um, Bosnia is a wonderful and beautiful place. And just like everywhere else in the world, it also has a lot of brokenness. Um, And so many people when they hear Bosnia, the very first thing they think of is the war um, Mm -hmm. that happened in um, the 90s. And you know, I think for our generation, like I don't really know a whole lot about it. I was you know like right. three when it happened. <laughs> um, yeah. but you know, for generations older than us, it's very, very significant, and even for people who are my age, I mean that completely changed our childhood yeah, but that's also not all that Bosnia is. Yeah. It is also a place filled with a lot of beautiful godly values like mm. the love of family and taking care of children um, and yeah, so I think as the Lord was just kind of syncing up Daniel and I about where, mm. um, where we could go in the future to serve him and to love people, um, Bosnia just kept coming up over and over and yeah. again. Um. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, okay, so some highlights and some lowlights. Yes. From the last two years you've been here. In Bosnia for two yeah. years now. Or you're a couple months away from two years.
1: Yeah, we're like a uh, couple weeks away from okay. two years. Okay. Yeah, yeah, July 1st will be our two-year okay. anniversary living yeah. here, which is insane.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Would, would have been some good things that, you know, has surprised you that's mm-hmm. like, wow, that was better than I expected. Or, yeah.
1: Yeah, I would say um, probably one of the things that's been... <sighs> surprising and also, and just also i'm really grateful for is some of the deep friendships and connections mm. we've made um i am so grateful for the bosnian friends that we've made who have just like really loved us well and yeah. welcomed us into their home country and taught yeah. us how people live and think here um and it, it's just like a huge privilege and honor to get mm. to join them yeah <clears throat> and get to live with them yeah. um, and you know when there's been times that we've been sick or been stressed or had issues um, mm-hmm. they've just like really stepped up I'm, I'm yeah. thinking particularly right now about one of our neighbors who has like adopted our kids as like her grandchildren yeah. and just if she hears that we're sick or we need anything like she's the first one at our door with a pot of soup yeah. um, and I'm just I kind of expected that from the Americans that we work with yeah. but I I don't think I expected that from nationals. Sure. And so I'm just really thankful yeah. uh, for the Lord giving us that gift. Yeah.
0: <coughs> yeah. Yeah. That's huge.
1: Yeah. And then I would say, um, with challenges, um, really big thing has been just dealing with sickness since we've been yeah. here. I just feel like constantly someone in our family is sick. Um, and you know, part of that, I don't know if it's, pollution new germs the weather even something spiritual um yeah. but that's been a really hard a really yeah. hard thing for us <coughs>
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Little, little little your little henry was has been I sick know, this
1: yeah week even and... this week he yeah had a really rough um mm-hmm. rsv that turned into bronchitis oh not fun and then yeah. trying to navigate that in a healthcare system yeah. Um, you're not used to. It's just. It's it's challenging. Mm. It's not easy. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What is uh, What are some what are some ways that college heights, uh, you're sending church, mm-hmm. has been a blessing to you guys?
1: Yeah, a lot of different ways. I think um, prayer is huge. Mm. Um. I think that's kind of a, I don't know, like a typical Christianese answer. Mm-hmm. We're like, just pray for us. Yeah. But I think since moving here, we really have seen and felt and experienced the power of prayer, mm-hmm. and there's been, gosh, like countless times where like, maybe we're having a rough go, like yeah. dealing with sickness or something, or yeah. having you know paperwork issues or, um, something, and it's like something you know shifts or changes, and then we find out that someone was praying for us, yeah. um. Yeah, that's, I think that's, like, a huge thing is, like, I we just really, really strongly believe in the power of prayer, and, and we know that those prayers are what go before us and are around us and protect us, and, um, yeah, and so I, I think we, before it moved here, we gathered a prayer team, and a lot of those people came from College Heights, and yeah. so I'm just really, really grateful for the people yeah. who have been lifting us up and continue to lift us up, yeah. Um Yeah, and then College Heights is, you know, giving us a um like a moral support base. Um, you know, with it being our adult home. You know, it's like I, um, from the very beginning (coughs) um having going to College Heights, I remember like my first Sunday in Joplin um was brought to College Heights. And like, never looked back. I was like, this is my church home, yeah, done. Me too. Um, yeah, it's just like, okay, here we yeah. are, we're home now. Yeah. Um, so I just think like having that depth of relationship, mm-hmm. um, and just having had you know nearly 10 years of people in the church walking with us, um, yeah. and then because of that, having that history and like knowing people, mm-hmm. and so then now, you know, when we we're talking to people, being like, yeah, like you knew me, like freshman Katie, yeah. you know, like you knew me, newlywed Katie, mm-hmm. and so, um yeah having that that relational equity and, and people willing to invest in us relationally yeah. I mean, even y'all coming on this trip yeah. has been huge to be like hey there are people who want to know us yeah. um and content that continues yeah. to sustain us you know significantly mm-hmm. um I, yeah there's a lot of other ways too but yeah. those are like the two that like pop into mind first. Yeah. Is like prayer and just do that relational um pouring into us and i mean too like we did the um packed program that college heights has and so that was um a huge thing for daniel and i to be able to go through this intensive training to just really kind of see hey like do we even think that we can or want to do this whole overseas thing
2: yeah
1: um and the lord working through that and confirming that and i'm just i'm really grateful that our church family like chooses to invest in this because this is god's heart you know that's the thing is like you know it's it is my heart personally but it's it's the father's heart yes it's his first and like that's what he's given to us and so the fact that the church is like willing to invest in people and say hey like let's walk together for nine months and like really talk about this and and kind of you know parse out like is this Mm. where the lord's leading you i mean churches don't do that like who does that it's, yeah. it's such a gift and so i'm really really thankful yeah.
2: um
1: that yeah that college heights is just, i mean that's in the dna of the church yeah. right like that's literally in how college heights was created it's like yeah. we're going to support the work here and the yeah. work there and yeah. so just the fact that the dna is so strong yeah. is really meaningful yeah
0: Okay. I would like to close each episode and I didn't tell you about this
2: before.
0: I would love to give you the opportunity um, to give um, your home base, your church family, Mm -hmm. a charge or an exhortation or encouragement Mm -hmm. or a blessing um, and you can take a moment and think about it. Okay. Um, But yes, I would love to give you that opportunity to uh, encourage college heights
1: yes yeah so like literally as you we were saying that what came into my mind was to continue to love and don't forget the foreigners and the immigrants mm. and the people who are not um maybe the people that you typically spend time with I think that is so important because that is part of the heart of God yeah. um and yeah. And he has placed us in Joplin for such a time as this. And for whatever reason, yeah. he keeps sending people from different backgrounds to yeah. our little corner of southwest yeah. Missouri. Yeah. And so I would just encourage people to keep your hearts and your eyes open to what yeah. he's doing. Um, especially in people who are different than maybe yeah. you are. Um, and just allow him to work in and through you. um and to be open to what the Spirit's teaching you as you are around people who are different. Because something I've realized living on this side of the world is how big and beautiful God's world is. Mm. Um, And it's as much as you can bless other people, um, it's honestly also a huge blessing to yourself to just get to see God's heart manifested in in so many different beautiful ways. I love it.
0: I love it. Well, hey, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. This has been Katie and her story of what God has been up to in her life over the last, what, 18 years?
1: 18 years, (laughs) Yeah, Something like
0: that, something (laughs) like that. Um, Thank you so much for listening. And if you would, um, after you get done with this, if you would say a prayer for her and her team here in Bosnia, um, we would much appreciate that. Love you, church. Bye. Rolling. Rolling? We're rolling. rolling, rolling <laughs> Maybe that's... That's what we're Rolling? Rolling?